Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch new episodes of Grey's Anatomy Thursdays at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. This episode is brought to you by JLL. Get an insider view into the world of commercial real estate with JLL's podcast, Trends and Insights, the Future of Commercial Real Estate. Whether you're curious about making cities more sustainable, the evolution of office space, or AI opportunities, this podcast will help keep you a step ahead. Tune in for candid conversations with business leaders about the biggest trends impacting how we live, work, and play. Subscribe to Trends and Insights now at jll.com slash podcast. It's time for the Newsmax Daily from Newsmax, America's fastest-growing cable news channel. Now, now, here's your host, Rob Carson. Yes. It's Thursday, baby. 12th of July. My daughter goes back to school tomorrow. No uh, mask band-aid in her high school, which is good for them because uh, they were about to experience Papa Bear. Yeah, they were going to experience Papa Bear going to school and to school board meetings and all that stuff. So that's where I live. I don't know where you live, but uh, chances are there's a good chance that you are being subjected to that mask mandate BS, which is based on nothing. It's based on nothing with regard to uh, kids. So we'll get to that uh, as the show progresses. Also, special guest today, Sean Spicer. Sean Spicer is going to join us. He, of course, was the uh, this press secretary for Donald Trump. And he's going to join us to talk about a whole bunch of stuff. Have you noticed prices lately? Have you noticed prices lately? Well, if you haven't, um, you haven't been shopping, okay? You haven't been to the store. Listen to this. The pace of wholesale inflation over the past 12 months moved up to, are you ready for this? 7.8%. 7.8%. Wow. Okay. That's the highest level since the index was uh, reconfigured in 2010 and likely the highest reading since the early 80s. If you tried to buy steak lately, whoo boy, not on the list anymore. Inflation has surged uh, along with nearly uh, full reopening of the U.S. businesses. Consumers have a huge appetite for all sorts of goods and services. Businesses can't keep up with the demand, blah, blah, blah. And, of course, we have uh, out-of-control government spending, which is uh, making the dollar worth less. You've got the price of gas, which has gone up 41% since Joe Biden took office. How's that feel, huh? How does that feel? Having to, you fill your tank every day or every week or twice a week? It's gone way up. It was $1.78.80 when uh, Donald Trump was in office the last time I filled up during uh, Donald Trump in office. Now I got, uh, and normally it's very cheap in Southern Missouri. I went to Southern Missouri uh, over the weekend. Normally it's cheap, cheap, cheap. Two ninety nine a gallon, three bucks a gallon, kids. And that's not California. California and DC are much higher. So there you go. Um, I didn't vote for the you know person in office. Uh, Biden is being blown up in new polls uh, showing thirty three percent of I uh, think the U.S. economy is in poor condition. Up to 70% saying rocketing grocery and gas prices have hurt their finances as 79% blame his administration for the inflation spike. Yeah, 79% of people think that it's the president and the president's lavish spending while trying to kickstart the economy like, uh, you know, Franklin Roosevelt didn't do in uh, the Depression. 
Over half of U.S. families rate their finances positively. Far fewer are dependent on the federal government's help than in 2020, according to the latest Fox News survey released on Wednesday. Of course, that will uh, change, and a lot of people still on inflated unemployment benefits. The economist YouGov did a poll, uh, marked Biden at 47% August 7th, tying Quinnipiac for the lowest ratings uh, in the bunch. Best polling for Biden was uh, performed by the Hill and Harris X, whatever that is, 55% August 4th. Uh, that is plummeted and will continue to, uh, to plummet and will continue to plummet. Jen Psaki in the uh, news uh, yesterday, she uh, was speaking about the Taliban and how, how quickly, and for all the veterans who listen to this show, for all of those who served in Afghanistan, do not feel like your efforts were for naught, and this includes my nephew who came back from several tours in Afghanistan, saw his best friend blown up beside him, has PTSD. What you did was not in vain. You were given a job and you did it. Joe Biden is the reason why Afghanistan is falling again to the Taliban. Right now, girls as young as 12 years old are being kidnapped and sold into slavery and marriage to Taliban fighters. It's happening. Cities are falling. Americans are told to get out of the country altogether. We should have at least maintained the air base at Kandahar. That said, uh, uh, this here's the headline of the UK Daily Mail. Does Jen Psaki expect the Taliban to show up for a get-together with Greta Thunberg? Biden's press secretary is mocked for saying the terror group should consider its role in the international community. Here is the incredibly clueless Jen Psaki doing her best Neville Chamberlain impersonation. The Taliban is clearly on the march. Your objective is to have a negotiated political settlement. What, what, what gives you confidence the Taliban is interested in that? Well, the Taliban has to make an assessment. One, we have also said that there's no question that the Afghan National Defense Security Forces would be strengthened, as would the Afghan police. Maybe they need to get together, have a meeting, uh, you know, when they're not beheading people or setting people on fire in cages. Political leadership, uh, if they were to have more... You think that's coming back? I think it's going to come back. It stopped under Donald Trump. ...success in fighting back. There's no question about that. Uh, we're not hiding from that in any way, shape, or form. The Taliban also has to make an assessment about what they want their role to be in the international community. And I know that uh, Ambassador Kulazad <laughs> made is. comments when he oh, was at the political negotiations oh, yesterday. Oh, i got to hear this. Like, you've, got a, you've got literally you've got a, a band of medieval animals who, who literally saw the heads off of people live on camera. They are sick, sick, sick individuals. They drop gay people off of buildings to their death. They stone people to death. And, and they have to think about uh, their, where their role in the international community. They want to kill the international community. The Taliban also has to make an assessment about what they want their role to be in the international community. And I know that uh, Ambassador Kulilzad <laughs> made comments when he was at the political negotiations yesterday, making clear that the international community is going to watch closely how the Taliban behaves. And they may issue a strongly worded letter. They have a range of tools in their arsenal as well to take steps should they change. Wow, this is, I mean, I'll bet they're quaking in their, uh, in their boots. Are you aware of any safeguards for American material? Which are probably uh, U.S. Army issue boots that they got when we abandoned our bases. ...that may fall into the Taliban hands as they continue to take over more land in Afghanistan. 
Well, we certainly take that risk seriously. It is a concern of ours, uh, as it would be in any war zone where we've provided assistance. We did take steps to retrograde some of the equipment uh, over the past several months in preparation for that possibility, but we do take that seriously. We watch it closely. Yeah, I really doubt the retrograde thing. I really seriously doubt that. Really, really, because you can't believe anything that comes out of this administration's mouth. Sean Spicer is going to react to that in just a couple minutes. Uh, he was in uh, her position. Uh, he was treated much more poorly. I just want to mention that a sponsor of the show is Stamps.com. If you go and use uh, promo code Newsmax, you're going to get some free postage and a digital scale. You won't be signing up for a long-term commitment or a contract, by the way, and you can print official U.S. postage and shipping labels 24-7 from your home without having to go to the post office. All right, I'll tell you more about it in a bit. But again, if you want to sign up, just go to stamps.com and enter promo code Newsmax for my special co- I've got a special code. I am so special. Stop it. Okay. Now, this is kind of interesting. Uh, there was a little uh, back and forth between Peter Ducey and uh, Jen Psaki. And uh, he confronted her on Biden's past comments about Trump. Then uh, candidate Biden said in Wilmington in September that he doesn't trust Trump on vaccines. And the American people can't either. And he just kind of wondered maybe if the guy who you're going to vote for as a Democrat and a complete mindless moron, um, if he's saying no, uh, no to vaccines, then maybe that might have contributed to the whole vaccine hesitancy thing. The president tries to reach unvaccinated Americans. Has there been any thought given looking back uh, to the possibility that he may have created some vaccine hesitancy when last year around this time, the previous administration was rushing to get a vaccine authorized. And the now president said, I trust vaccines, I trust scientists, but I don't trust Donald Trump. And at this moment, the American people can't either. Well, I think it's safe to say he still doesn't trust Donald Trump. So that hasn't changed. Oh, there's a snarky, Jen's snarky answer. But he does trust scientists. He does trust data experts. And he does trust the people leading the CDC, the FDA, uh, which is the gold standard of approval for vaccines. I'd also... It's the only standard, actually, the uh, the FDA. Pretty much the only. No, because this question often comes up, that the president has repeatedly given credit to uh, scientists and experts. She's doing her staccato, I'm pissed at you kind of answer. It's from the prior administration. Uh, even as recently as just a few weeks ago. When she's lying, she talks up. When she's uh, when she's angry, she's staccato. For their role in moving the vaccine forward. Yes, but at the time when Donald Trump is out there <laughs> saying we're going to have a vaccine in the next couple of weeks. Thank got two of them. And, of course, Joe Biden uh, got the vaccine before he was inaugurated. And then after he was inaugurated, said that there was no vaccine when he took office. A couple months. And Joe Biden is out on the campaign trail saying, don't trust Donald Trump. Did that create any kind of vaccine hesitancy. By the way, Anthony Fauci said in around 1982 that he was going to uh, work on developing a vaccine for HIV. How'd that work out? Not that we've seen in the data. I would note that at the time, just for context, the former president was also suggesting people inject versions of poison into their veins to cure COVID. That's a lie. But So I think that's a relevant point. That's super Jen Snarky. And Joe Biden, then vice president, was saying, we got to wait until something is fully authorized, and it's still not. Well, the FDA works on the timeline and of science. At the same time, we've also seen tens of millions of people's lives saved who have gotten the vaccine. Thanks to Donald Trump. Thank you very much. Just throw that in there at the end. Oh, this is fantastic. You know, under Donald Trump, we were energy independent. We were a net energy exporter of fossil fuels. You knew that, right? That's why gas was so cheap. Thought you should know. Well, Biden is asking Saudi Arabia and OPEC to produce more oil as inflation sends gas prices soaring after he shut down the uh, American uh, Keystone Pipeline. Prices at the pump on average a dollar higher than last year. 42% more than last year. 
Uh, National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan said higher gasoline costs if left unchecked risk harming the ongoing global recovery. Well, no kidding, you dipwad. At the critical moment in the global recovery, this is simply not enough. The administration is pressuring oil producers to undo the production cuts of the COVID-19 pandemic. Oil prices Wednesday uh, after the White House demand hovering around 70 bucks a barrel. The average price per gallon is 319. A year ago, it was 217. <laughs> wow, 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 wow. Unbelievable. And, and of course, uh, Bloomberg reporter Josh Wingrove asked uh, Jen Psaki whether uh, Biden was considering ways to increase domestic oil production. She said, uh, the point we have made in these communications is that we're not making a supply question here or we're not opposing a supply question domestically. Obviously, OPEC has its own unique role in the global marketplace. Hey, dummy, open up production in the United States. We have tons of it. We have tons of it. We can be energy independent. But you know what? You guys have this thing called the reverse Midas touch going. Whenever there's something gold, you touch it and it turns to crap. Crapola. Yeah. Crapola. Oh, here is uh, Senator Ron Johnson talking about the Biden energy policy and how, of course, as everything that they're doing makes no sense whatsoever. It's because the Democrats are complete hypocrites. They're anti-fossil fuel. Uh, One of the first actions President Biden took was to shut down the construction of the Keystone XL pipeline, which uh, destroyed really good-paying union jobs and, of course, denied us access to... uh, the types of uh, oil reserves and, and resources that we have. So again, their policy—we have more than we can use. These make no sense, uh, other than we know their policies will drive up the cost of energy. Hmm. It'll make America less competitive. It'll destroy our economy. Their tax increases. When you tax success, you'll get less of it. Hmm. Uh, the Biden administration is uh, administering disaster after disaster after disaster. Whether you're talking about our open border. Uh, the, the the inflation. I wonder why his approval ratings are going down. Oh no, no. Bomb that is going off and it's just going to continue to increase. The increasing deficits. Derp, derp, derp. And and now Democrats, the, not including in their reconciliation package to increase the debt ceiling, putting at risk the full faith and credit of the United States. Yuppers, pretty much, pretty much. The Senate voted uh, fifty to forty-nine to pass Tom Cotton's amendment banning federal funding to schools that teach critical race theory. Good. Here he is yesterday. In America, our rights have no color. Our law and society should be colorblind. And as Dr. Martin Luther King said, we should all be judged not, we should not be judged by the color of our skin, but by the content of our character. Sadly, today, some want to replace our founding principles with an un-American ideology called critical race theory. They want to teach our children that America is not a good nation, but a racist nation. It is not 1968 in America, and it is not 1861. All right? Nonsense. Those teachings are wrong, and our tax dollars should not support them. My amendment will ensure that federal funds aren't used to indoctrinate kids as young as pre-K to hate America. And hate uh, other kids, actually. Just the white ones, though. Just the white ones. Hey, let's call Sean Spicer, shall we? See what he's up to today? Sean Spicer, how are you doing? Rob Carson calling. Uh, good, Rob Carson. How are you? So, um, Jen Psaki yesterday said of the Taliban in Afghanistan, I just thought this was uh, pretty remarkable. Um, she said that the Taliban has to make uh, an assessment about what they want to do, uh, what their role in the international community should be, uh, which to me looks like Neville Chamberlain uh, is a piker compared to her. Um, what, did you, what do you think of her thoughts yesterday with regard to the Taliban? 
Well, I mean, you can imagine that they're probably going to sit down at the club this weekend um, and in between games of squash, sit down and schedule some time to reflect on what Jen was saying. And then, you know, I, I'm sure that there's a few events that they need to go to over the weekend. Yes. But then and probably by Monday, they'll have an answer. I, I mean, yeah, they're going to they're going to get together I, for I, I a polo say, game where they use a human head as the ball. <laughs> For, for somebody who is the State Department spokesman, that that was she she knows better than that. Um, I, I think that like remember that sometimes as a spokesperson, you you can only play the cards that you have. And the president has been very clear that well, you know, the Taliban, you know, is going to be contained by Afghan security forces, and they're not that big of a threat. I mean, that's sort of you know that like that scene in Animal House with the dudes in the middle of the street at the end and getting. Uh, everything, you know, stay calm. Everything is all right. I mean, the Taliban is rolling through Afghanistan. I think they've conquered nine of 35 provinces in yeah. a week. And, you know, the president's out there saying, like, I don't know what you're talking about. Um, wow. So she has to put a, uh, you know, a face on not good news. Well, and also I might mention uh, Joe Biden is pressuring, I guess Biden administration is pressuring the Middle East to increase oil production while saying they're not going to increase oil production in the United States, even though we were energy independent. To me, everything that Joe Biden, he has the reverse Midas touch, everything that's gold, he touches, it turns to crap. Um, your thoughts on that? I just don't think, I don't think that, that our allies are looking to the White House right now for direction. You saw that with the Nord Stream 2 pipeline where Germany was like, yeah, thanks for Thanks. Thanks. We're going to go ahead anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that's just not about the economy or energy. I mean, that's a national security, a global security risk. Um, I It troubles me because I think we have truly lost some standing um, in the world. And for whatever reason, I, I, I really haven't spent that much time thinking about it. But it says a lot when we start lecturing these folks about what to do who had previously been pretty close allies, and they're kind of thumbing their noses at us. Yeah, um, a lot of things happening. Uh, Joe Biden's uh, approval rating is dropping pretty dramatically an all-time low today. Well, I think part of it is uh, people just feel kind of helpless. Uh, this this massive spending bill is being rammed through, and I don't think anybody uh, anybody in their right mind in the country other than a far-left-leaning socialist is for it. Uh, well, your thoughts on uh, ruling essentially against the uh, the will of the American people, especially with regard to spending? I'm so, I guess in a weird way, I'm baffled, but I don't know that I should be baffled. If you are told that you get all these free things and they don't cost anything, to some degree, you're like, okay, and I get that. That's what they're trying to do, the American people. But I think they've gone so over the top. I mean, if you think about it, we spent $1.1 trillion this week, and then we're going to spend $3.5 trillion additional dollars. That's on top of the CARES Act funding, which was... Wow. A couple trillion, another seven trillion in relief. I just, you know, it's it's almost like it's so bad that it's not even worth making a joke about because yeah. I don't understand how anybody can look at a younger American and say that you know we're making investments in a future because you're going to build a road that that American won't have the ability to buy the gas to drive on. That's yeah. what we're doing, and we're mortgaging it on with with Chinese money. I just, it's so politically selfish of these guys um i agree and and the thing that's so funny is that it's like there really is no backbone when you look at the people in the senate who voted for it i put it in the three buckets one is members of of the senate who are retiring two those who are not in cycle meaning they're not up for re-election they don't have to worry about it and three is you have a lot of folks from rural districts who just basically got bought off by broadband funding Uh 
Let me ask you about uh, your your father, and uh, we are talking now about vaccine mandates, vaccine passports, mask mandates, which I think are absurd. I've said wearing a cloth mask to stop COVID is like wearing a cowboy hat to go scuba diving. It provides the same amount of protection. Uh, your thoughts on what's happening right now with uh, what looks like a return to 2020 with regard to COVID? Well, look, I, I think that I want to do everything to protect my fellow citizen as well, right? I, sure. So if you tell me that if I, there's something I can do that maybe not just protects me, but, but will protect another person, I'm willing to do it. That's who we are as Americans. But the problem is, is that, that the science that they talk about doesn't back up what they're asking us to do in many cases. Yeah. For example, on my show last night on Newsmax, Spicer & Company, we had a doctor, the head of pediatrics at Tufts University, not some quack, uh, this is, you know, the head of pediatrics at a major university yep. who wrote an op-ed in the Wall Street Journal about why kids should wear masks. And the, the key thing is, no one to your point, cloth masks don't work. All the science shows that N95 and KN95 masks have a high degree of efficacy. That's it. So if you wear a cloth mask, you're doing it because you want to look cool. Um, and you want, but, but they don't do anything. No. So, so we want everyone to look like they care, but we don't want them to do anything. The second thing is, even further down the chain, there is no science with respect to kids in masks. And that's yeah. what this doctor was saying. Yeah. And so the point is, I'm fine with doing something. If you tell me that here's the study that shows this, and, and therefore if we do this, it'll make someone, I get it. But what you're having now is even CNN the other night, was, which blew my mind that they actually were, you know, reported this because I thought it was odd that they would admit it, is they were emailing the CDC and saying, hey, can you send us like some link or something that shows us the study or the science behind <laughs> this? And they were told, file a FOIA request, freedom of information. And the reporter's like, I- I'm not trying to be hostile, just I want to be able to report why, you know, how you guys came to this conclusion. Yeah. And that's their answer was, we can't tell you. That said something. <laughs> I think it's remarkable. I, I, I will tell you one thing that masks absolutely do, Sean, and that is broadcast fear. That's the number one thing that masks do. And that's why I believe they're telling vaccinated people to wear masks now because you don't want 70% of the population not wearing a mask as we go into an election year. That's my personal opinion. That's what I think. And I think they're going to try everything they can to shut down the country again. I hope and pray it doesn't happen. And and from what I can see at school board meetings and in cities around the country, it's not going to fly. It's not going to fly. Hey, Sean, before we go, I know you got a new book. Why don't you tell us real quick about it? Yeah, the name of the book is called Radical Nation, Rob. It's, it. um, it's Radical Nation, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris's dangerous plan to change America. This is the first comprehensive look at the Biden-Harris administration. It looks at the people involved from the cabinet members to the people that make up Biden Inc., that I call it, like all of the folks that are his loyalists or his holdovers or his family members. And it gives you a tremendous background on who they are and what they've done or not. Uh, it looks at the policies, whether it's H.R. 1, immigration, critical race theory, uh, making D.C. a state or packing the courts, and explains what's behind it. And I'll give you one quick example. People keep saying, oh, well, Kamala Harris isn't doing her job on immigration. Not true. She is. She is doing her job. Their goal is not to stop and stem immigration. It's to bring in new Democratic voters. Yes. And so they everyone keeps thinking on the right. Look, she's not doing everything she can. Yes, she is. Their yeah. goal is what Joe Biden said, to be the most progressive president ever. And people, especially people on the right, need to understand 
not just what's happening, but why it's happening. And Radical Nation does that. And it takes a look at everything that's happening. And then I end the book, uh, chapter 20, is a list of things that people can do to educate themselves, to fight back, to make sure that their kids aren't indoctrinated. And I think that that's you know, a big important thing. It's one thing to understand the problem and the underlying causes of it, if you will. But you need to know how to fight back and win. And Radical Nation provides that roadmap for people. So it's it's already a, a bestseller in a bunch of categories on Amazon. And, and any of your listeners who go out there, I really appreciate them going on to Amazon now. In fact, Newsmax has a link, newsmax.com backslash 23. Keeps it really easy. It'll take you right to the link to buy the book. And uh, it's, it. it's, like I said, it is the first comprehensive look at the Biden-Harris administration. It gives you a deep dive as to who Kamala Harris is and yeah. what her background was as a prosecutor, as a DA. And I think people need to understand that. Well, Sean, I greatly appreciate talking to you. It is uh, an honor to be a part of a, a network that you are on as well. And Spicer and Company, I watch it every night in real time in my kitchen as I'm making dinner, <laughs> 6 o'clock Eastern time. Uh, Spicer and Company, I love it. Sean, God bless you, brother, and thanks for being on the show. I'd love to have you on again sometime, and I, and I hope to be on your show again sometime. Love it. Thanks, Rob. I appreciate you having me. All right, buddy. Take care of yourself. All right, there you go, kids. That is uh, Sean Spicer, and I am looking forward to reading his book. There's a reason why... Kamala Harris was added to the ticket. It's not because she had a draw. It's because Democrats knew they didn't need it. And that's all I'll say about that. Stamps.com. Do you uh, not enjoy going to the post office? Is it a pain? It is. I got a lot of other things I need to do. And if I could just take care of it at home, why not? So how about being able to print U.S. postage and shipping labels 24-7 without having to leave your desk or buy any fancy equipment? All you need is a computer standard printer. Once your mail is ready, just schedule a pickup or drop it off. It's that easy. You can also get deals like nowhere else. 40%, up to 40% off USPS, up to 66% off of UPS shipping. Switch and save feature, you can quickly compare carriers to find the best rates. That's pretty cool, too. Durr, I mean, right? So um, here's what you got to do. Uh, just go to stamps.com and, uh, and promo code Newsmax. You're going to get a special offer. It includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a digital scale. All right? So no guesswork. You know exactly what you're going to have to put on the package of the letter. All right? No long-term commitments or contracts. Okay? So for the special offer again, stamps.com. Click on the microphone at the top of the homepage and type in Newsmax. Okay? Stamps.com. Promo code Newsmax. Stamps.com. Never go to the post office again. The CDC has admitted it did overcount Florida's uh, COVID cases. The agency has revived down the state's weekend numbers from 28,000 to 19,000, but offers no explanation why after falsely claiming record infections. Here's the reason. Ron DeSantis is the governor. Ron DeSantis is the governor. The revised CDC numbers are still higher than the totals. The DOH published to its Twitter account on Monday. The DOH official Twitter account took aim at local news outlets who published stories about the state setting a new record of COVID-19 cases on Monday, citing CDC data. That is not accurate, the uh, agency tweeted on Monday in a response to an article by WSVN7 Miami. The reason for uh, different figures is unknown, but the CDC did not immediately respond. To a request from the Daily Mail for an explanation, well, it, again, it's Ron DeSantis as the governor. He's kicking butt, and they want to make him look terrible. And they want to bring him down, kids, and they want to bring him down. Los Angeles unanimously voted on Wednesday the, the city council to require proof of getting the coronavirus vaccine in order to be allowed indoors at restaurants, gyms, and other spaces. The COVID vaccine is here. The forced vaccination is here. Welcome to Cuba. 
Welcome to North Korea. Welcome to China. The vote was to direct the city attorney to draft an ordinance requiring patrons who wish to enter any indoor public space to have at least one dose of the vaccination. As of now, it is unclear how the ordinance will look, but the attorney will have to prepare a draft for the city council to approve then. Here's what Arnold Schwarzenegger had to say yesterday. He's a big, giant rhino POS. Uh, he's uh, talking to, uh, I think it was CNN. Yeah, CNN's Biana Galadriga, apparently, on Wednesday. And listen to what he had to say about, uh, about freedom. But I think people should know there is a virus here. It kills people. And the only way we prevent it is, is to get vaccinated, to wear masks, to do social distancing, washing your hands all the time, and not just to think about well, my freedom is being kind of disturbed here. My freedom is being disturbed here. Uh, you know, you're not from America, my friend. We were founded on freedom. That was the basis of the country. Freedom. Screw your freedom. No, screw you. Because with freedom comes obligations and, uh, and kind of responsibilities. Let's hear that again. Let's just, let's hear that again. Uh, well, my freedom is being kind of disturbed here. No, screw your freedom, because with freedom comes obligations and uh, and kind of responsibilities. We cannot just say I have the right to do X, Y, and Z. When you affect other people, that is when it gets serious. It's like no different than a traffic light. We put a traffic light at the intersection so someone doesn't kill someone else by accident. You're completely uh, apples and oranges here. We're talking about your body being your sovereign. So this is why we have a traffic light. You cannot say, no one is going to tell me that I'm going to stop here, that I have to stop at this traffic light here. I'm going to go right through it. (laughs) Wow, wow, wow. What a really, really bad analogy. (laughs) I mean, what a really, really bad analogy. Oh, uh, before we get into some uh, Newsmax hotness with some great guests, uh, I want to mention, this is interesting, uh, Chet Hanks is Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson's son, and he is, uh, he's just kind of (laughs) nuts, you know, kind of funny. I don't support what he says. He said that he is not going to take the vaccine. It is his decision, and and I respect that. And he doubled down on a video that he did uh, earlier uh, this week. And uh, instead of uh, bowing to uh, pressure, he just said, "Uh, no, he doubled down. Here it is. I'm going to keep this real simple for you guys. Real simple, okay? Just like you have the right to be mad at me because I said I'm not going to get the vaccine. Oh, I can't believe he said that. I'm so mad. Just like you have the right to be mad, I have the right to not get that. I wanted to, but my immune system said it's good, okay? It doesn't need to be tampered with, okay? It said it's good, okay? Let's be real. 99% of you wouldn't use a shampoo that's not FDA approved, (laughs) but you're willing to get some experimental government injection, okay? Uh, (laughs) There's more evidence for UFOs being real than that uh, vaccine being healthy for you. Just saying. (laughs) I'm not endorsing what he's saying. I just think he's kind of, uh, he's trying to kind of funny, actually. Oh, uh, yeah, by the way, there's a more um, video of Hunter Biden with a prostitute. Yeah. He's claiming the Russian drug dealer stole another one of his laptops for blackmail while he was drugged out at a uh, Vegas hotel room in 2018. Video obtained by the Daily Mail shows Hunter with a naked hooker in 2019 after filming a sex tape and explaining how he believed his laptop was stolen. This is a sick, 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 sick individual. He is not a good man. He is not a good human being. He is a really foul, filthy, wretched, awful person. Who does this? 
What kind of father does this? What kind of human does this? The incident would mean Hunter lost a total of three computers, each likely to hold sensitive information on President Joe Biden, supposedly being investigated by the FBI. But the FBI is a joke and it's corrupt. He said, uh, they have videos of me doing this. He referred to uh, filmed sex he had just finished. They have videos of me doing crazy bleeping sex. What a, just a grotesque human being. Grotesque human being. Speaking of which, um, let's talk about Andrew Cuomo. (laughs) There you go. Uh, Andrew Cuomo, of course, um, he is uh, stepping down as the governor because 13 women have said, hey, hey, uh, he sexually harassed us. He did a little gropey groperson and all that stuff. Well, we also know that the uh, current president of the United States sexually assaulted Tara Reid, if you believe all women, on an elevator when she was an intern. She was subsequently given an uh, indoor office without any windows and ultimately driven out of Washington, D.C., where her career was dashed. Here she is talking to Greg Kelly. Could you please go on the record with the American people? Starting with Joe Biden denying that he sexually assaulted her on an elevator. Did you sexually assault Tara Reid? No, it is not true. I'm saying unequivocally, it never, never happened. And it didn't. It never happened. Do you remember her? Do you remember any, any types of complaints that she might have made? I don't remember any type of complaint she may have made. It was 27 years ago, and uh, I don't remember, nor does anyone else. His underlings destroyed her. They destroyed her when she tried to speak out. That I'm aware of, and uh, the fact is that I don't remember. I, I, I don't remember any complaint ever having been made. Joe Biden discussing Tara Reid, a former aide to him, who made a very credible allegation about sexual assault. Here is uh, Tara Reid. Now, Joe Biden had to spend literally $2 million to uh, build his image because he's known as a, a liar. Uh, he actually had to leave a presidential campaign in 87 because he, caught, he got caught plagiarizing. Uh, it was very clear. And he spent a lot of money for people to forget it. What are you thinking now in the wake of what happened to Andrew Cuomo? Well, I think um, what some of the investigation has shown is that um, Andrew Cuomo used his power and resources to silence, not only silence. Sounds familiar. Suppress stories about him, but also to discredit the survivors coming forward, like Lindsay Boylan, and then how her personnel was um, file was um, illegally leaked. Um, And then there was a letter where they colluded with Time's Up. This is, this is worse than any movie you could ever imagine. You know, this, this is honestly, this is worse than any, any Tom Clancy had ever even dreamed of, the corruption in Washington, D.C. Organization supposedly to help women who are in, are in these dire straits. Um, they were actually colluding with Cuomo's staff to discredit her. I went through wow. a similar journey. Wow. Um, I went to Time's Up for help and didn't know that Anita Dunn who was one of the founders Listen to this. of Time's Up, this nonprofit supposedly helping sexual assault survivors. She was already working for Joe Biden. And according to FEC, Joe Biden spent $2.2 million on his public relations campaign wow. with her firm to suppress stories like myself and others that may harm him and also build up his image. Unbelievable. Here she is talking about how no investigation has been done for her allegations that he physically, well, I won't go into what he did, 
but it involved in his hand. But we have seen Joe Biden touch all kinds of people inappropriately all the time. And the idea that he may have touched you inappropriately or worse to me is far more um, credible, far more. I could I could conceive of that far more readily than the Cuomo situation. I, you know, I support the Cuomo survivors and I believe them. And um, I knew about Lindsay's, um, you know, uh, allegations before it really came to the public eye. I mean, it was very kind of, you know, simmering around the surface and it wasn't getting a lot of coverage. Same kind of tactic they used with me where they just kind of tried to suppress it. So I believe the Cuomo survivors and what happened because sexual harassment, unfortunately, is rampant in um you know political the political sphere and the entertainment sphere but i think more importantly that what needs to happen now is cuomo had a proper investigation where's the investigation into biden when jen saki said it was fully litigated there's been no litigation there's been no court cases there's been no investigation it yeah. would take one member of congress to open one so who will it be unbelievable Grant Stinchfield uh, did a terrific monologue on our government and how it can't be trusted. Our government can no longer be trusted. Truth no longer exists. Deep state bureaucrats make it impossible now to root out fact from fiction. They purposefully deceive us for their own devious power grab. The China virus put a spotlight on this and again, it's not just Democrats. Listen to Republican Lindsey Graham contradict himself in one sentence. <laughs> if you great. haven't been vaccinated regarding the COVID problem, you need to get vaccinated. I've been vaccinated and I uh, got COVID anyway. A couple of really bad days. I'm confident if I hadn't had the vaccine, it'd have been a lot worse. We have to take this seriously. So when you hear people saying, well, I don't really want to be told to get vaccinated. You know, I can understand the need for people's personal liberties but this is a very unusual time in our history. You hear Dr. Fauci? Yeah. That's the left's beloved Dr. Fauci. That's the throwaway line I mentioned yesterday. Now, I know you're concerned about these personal liberties, but screw your freedom. He wants us to give up our freedom. After you heard Lindsey Graham say, I got the vaccine, but then I got sick anyway. Wow. Here is uh, Grant Stinchfield talking to a uh, former chief advisor for Donald Trump, uh, Jason Miller, about what's going on in the country with regard to spending and ruling against the will of the American people. What in the world is going on in Washington, D.C. right now? Well, I can say right off the top with regard to Joe Biden and the Democrats, it's very clear what's going on. This is about control. This is how they control our movements. This is about how they control our freedoms. It's about how they control our voting. It's about how they control our health and our safety. But the fact that we have these 19 Republicans go and join with the Democrats with this infrastructure bill, I think is just absolutely unconscionable. And the fact of the matter is money is not actually going to infrastructure. A little bit is, but not enough. We're not talking about this shovel-ready projects. We're not talking about the high-speed rail. We're not talking about the redoing the airports, as President Trump tried to do. What this is about is how the Democrats keep us closed down and locked down in perpetuity. And as we look forward, and Grant, here's my big concern. This is why I'm so glad that you're out there making so much noise every single night here on Newsmax. They're going to push the shutdowns once again. That is exactly what's coming. They're going to push the shutdowns, and the, the Democrats are just purely never going to stop. They want to have that ultimate control. We have got to fight back. We've got to fight back against 
vaccine and mask mandates and vaccine passports and forcing children to wear masks. As my friend Dan Bongino likes to say, if masks work, why haven't they? If masks work, why haven't they? Here is Rob Schmidt talking to Senator Ron Johnson about the out-of-control spending in Washington, D.C. that's bankrupting our country and will cause inflation to blow up even more. I mean, at what point does this get called back? At what point can you no longer add debt that nobody would take it anymore? Well, yes, so the concern here is the middle class will pay for this in some kind of increased taxes in the future or through inflation. Uh, all, All the wage gains that are being realized right now because there aren't enough workers to fill all the jobs, partly because government's paying people not to work, those uh, wage gains are going to get wiped out by Joe Biden's inflation. So that's certainly one way that the middle class is going to uh, realize the pain of this. Now, currently, because the Federal Reserve is keeping interest rates artificially low, that creates a misallocation of capital. But if you're a retiree on a fixed income, where can you invest in a, in a pretty safe investment and have a reasonable rate of return? You can't. Mm-hmm. And of course, uh, you know, at some point in time, Global creditors are going to look at the United States and say, you know, you're not you're not a good uh, credit risk. And they're going to start demanding a higher interest rate uh, for the money they loan to us. Yeah. Unbelievable, irresponsible, unacceptable, unacceptable. Here's something actually kind of funny. Last night, uh, Cortez and Pellegrino had uh, Andrew Gruel, who uh, he has a, a restaurant chain called Slapfish, and I follow him on Twitter, and I think he's wonderful. Um, he said that if Andrew Cuomo were kicked out of office or resigned, he would eat pineapple on pizza. He is an anti-pineapple pizza guy. Here he is last night eating his uh, pizza and his words. About pineapple on pizza. Why is it a disgrace to pizza? Well, you know what it is right now? It's as if I put a perfect piece of pizza in my mouth and then I washed it down with a glass full of pineapple juice. So there's really a dumpster fire going on in my mouth right now. Um, And that's because of the pineapple, right? It's just, it's sloppy, it's sticky, it's wet. These pies, look at this. I mean, look at how wet it got from the pineapple. And uh, I'm not going to lie, though. I mean, it wasn't horrible, Uh um, but Uh I I wouldn't ever do it again. I will, actually, that's not true. Wait till you hear my bet if Newsom resigns. Wait, I was just going to ask you that. That was my next question. So if Newsom resigns, what are you oh. going to eat? Oh, my gosh. If Newsom resigns, <laughs> I will eat candy corn on my pizza. Okay. Now, I'll just tell you right now, for those of you who say, don't put fruit on pizza, uh, tomatoes are fruit. Yeah. So uh, here's my favorite pizza. Are you ready for this? Uh, it is uh, a Canadian bacon, pineapple, artichoke hearts, and pepper jack cheese. That is Rob Carson's favorite pizza. Write it down because it's freaking awesome. I started eating it like 30 years ago when I was in my 20s in Columbia, Missouri at Shakespeare's Pizza. It is one of my all-time favorites. It is a gift from God. So get off the pineapple on pizza thing. They also put it in sweet and sour chicken. Thought you should know. Oh, this is pretty cool. I got a couple cool stories before I go that will make you feel good, okay? Tamra Mensa Stock, first African-American to win a wrestling gold, 28 years old, cried tears of joy in Tokyo, said she was going to take her uh, winnings uh, with her medal, $37,500, and buy her mother a food truck. This is uh, what she said yesterday. Uh, Somebody has stepped forward so she can keep her money. This is awesome. 
There was actually something that came out that surprised her on a different station. Uh, somebody is actually buying my mom a food truck and making it from scratch so she is about to be getting a hefty sum for her food truck and it's going to be the food truck <laughs> of her dreams I love it. and it's going to be called p lickles what does she want it, it's called p lickles finest and she's going to be making african food she wants to bake sweets and she's going to be making barbecue, barbecue. and i think she wants to base it out of san antonio but i'm not entirely sure but i love her i think she's wonderful i hope she gets lots of endorsements i really really do and finally i want to end a the the show with a video from tulsi gabbard she talks about freedom and she's a democrat and she is one of the only few democrats in washington dc that is a decent human being i may disagree with what you say but i and every service member in this country is ready to sacrifice our life to protect your right to say it censorship of speech must end there can be no democracy without free speech i'll be launching my channel soon on rumble.com where freedom of speech is celebrated. You can click subscribe to get our updates. By the way, I've abandoned YouTube for Rumble. Uh, uh, YouTube is a joke. And uh, they censor and they censor and they censor. And so does Twitter and so does Facebook. Never at a time in our history have we been here where you have the mainstream media, the Democrat Party, and now big social media actively censoring dissent this is the same as the robber barons who bought the nation's biggest newspapers in the 1920s so they could print nonsense and shut down free speech. And she's spot on. All right, guys, thank you for joining me today. God bless you. I appreciate you uh, hanging out. And by the way, if you want to, um, we're on about 50 different uh, di digital platforms. But if you, if you would like to have it on your phone, just go to Apple Podcasts and download the Newsmax Daily with Rob Carson. It literally, it takes seconds to get it done. And you can hear me. It's a perfect uh, show for just a workout or a walk. Uh, we try to keep it less than an hour, right around 45 minutes, so it doesn't take up too much of your day. But we cram a lot of material into it in case you didn't uh, know. <laughs> So, have a glorious day, guys. A glorious Thursday. Uh, again, God bless you. God bless our military. God bless our police. Remember, remember Ashley Babbitt. And until tomorrow, do not catch the stupid. Thanks for listening to the Newsmax Daily with Rob Carson. Check your cable guide or NewsmaxTV.com. Or watch free on YouTube, Roku, Apple, Pluto, Zumo, Amazon Fire, and your smart TV. Newsmax, America's fastest growing cable news channel. Check NewsmaxTV.com for details.